Are you struggling with kids fighting, yelling, and more despite listening to the podcast and reading all the books? Parenting can be so overwhelming and exhausting. You know, I see you and I have something that will help. Mindful Parenting SOS. I'm offering free live mindful parenting sessions starting Monday, May 6th. Basically, live mindful parenting lessons that you normally have to pay for. So if you struggle with getting your kids to listen, tantrums, misbehavior, and feeling the guilt of yelling at your kid, then you should definitely get your spot in Mindful Parenting SOS. I'll be there to answer your questions in person, and if you can't make it, we will have replays available. Don't wait to get your spot now. It's free. Go to mindfulmamamentor.com slash SOS to register. That's mindfulmamamentor.com slash SOS. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to the Mindful Mama podcast, episode number 297. Today is a Mindful Parenting Bite episode where we're going to talk about when your partner has a different parenting style and what to do. Welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast, now with over a million downloads. Here, it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you've calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark Fields, Mindful Mama Mentor. I help smart, thoughtful parents stay calm so they can have strong, connected relationships with their children. I've been practicing mindfulness for over 20 years. I'm the creator of Mindful Parenting, and I'm the author of Raising Good Humans, a mindful guide to breaking the cycle of reactive parenting and raising kind, confident kids. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad to connect again. I hope you've been enjoying these little mindful parenting bites. Uh, So if you're brand new, these are like shorter episodes where we're teaching about some different mindful parenting concepts. And if you're new, you know that already. Hey, welcome back. So glad to connect. We're going to talk today about when your partner has a different parenting style. And I get asked this question all the time because in mindful parenting, we're we're shifting things, right? Like we're part of a revolution in parenting where, you know, some people call it peaceful parenting or nonviolent parenting, right? We're shifting kind of from the old school styles that have been shown to be less effective and moving into like what is a more effective style? What is a way to parent that teaches kids more effectively and creates stronger relationships? relationships, but it's different, right, from the old way of doing things. It may be different from the way you were raised, and it may be different from the way your partner was raised, and it can be scary to shift. Often a mom will be starting to learn about parenting. You you know, you realize you've got these little ones and you realize you want to do the best for them possible. You may not want to carry over everything that your parents did for you. Times are changing and we're changing and we're learning and growing and evolving. And so you may have learned more than your partner has about what the research shows and your partner may not have learned as much. And so you might starting to be kind of shifting at different rates, but kind of happens fairly often, you might be asking yourself, do my partner and I need to have a united front with our children? Do we need to share the same answers all the time? Do we need to have the same parenting style? So I'm going to talk about that today, like why the idea of the united front, I think of it as sort of this false idea, why it's a false idea. I'm going to share with you the four different parenting styles and tips to get along when your parenting styles differ. So let's dive into this. Let's dive into the biggest question 
first. Do you need a, quote, united front? First of all, I hate the war imagery. In parenting, it is not a war between the parents and the children. All right, I know, I totally get that sometimes it can feel that way. But if you and your partner are always on the same page and always have the same answer, that's great. That's wonderful. That really actually helps enormously, right? If you agree on the same parenting style, rock on. It does make things a lot easier because you help each other out. But it's actually false that you need to have a united front. It's simply not true. And why not? Because the truth is that we don't always agree with our partners and that's just part of life. You know, it's wonderful when you do agree and it works out really well when you both parent the same way, but you don't always have to agree. Plus, if you are, and this is the real clincher for me, if you're falsely united, like if you're faking it, then your child will see the lie behind that and they will learn not to trust you. You know, if you pretend that that's your belief because it's your partner's belief, then your child's going to see right through that. They're going to, it's going to start to undermine that trust. Trust, which is really unfortunate because that trust is the reason why your child cooperates with you, right? It's that connection, and that trust. So you might think that you need to have your husband, your partner on board to be able to make any changes, your parenting style or method, but that's also really not true. Your partner may want to spank and punish and you may not feel that way. And then to pretend that you do is simply a lie. That united front is a lie. So we don't always feel the same way as our partner and we don't have to. In mindful parenting, we acknowledge that you are more than just your role as your parent. You are a person and your child will see right through you if you pretend to be falsely united because kids have amazing BS meters. (laughs) They will see right through that and you'll undermine your relationship with your child. So the truth is that only you can control you and you don't always feel the same way as your partner and that's okay. So what happens when you disagree? What do you do then? In mindful parenting, we teach some, we'll talk a little bit more about this, but we teach a little, some universal communication skills that help you not only communicate with your child, but also your partner, which is is a bonus. So, you know, it's possible for parents to get along and send a pretty consistent message to children, even when their styles conflict. And in fact, the different parenting styles can actually complement one another. So let me tell you about the four different parenting styles now that we've gotten the united front thing out of the way. A parenting style, what is that, right? It has two main components. One is the degree of control the parent attempts to like exert over a child. And the other is the amount of warmth and affection parent shows. And this is all what the research into parenting has come up with. And researchers often divide parenting into four categories. And I'm going to go over these with you. And I don't like the name of one of them. (laughs) I'll tell you why. Let's talk about these types and how each of the different styles might handle a child having like a tantrum, right? Okay. One of the first main categories that we are all familiar with is the authoritarian parenting strategy or category. And these are parents who are strict and they exert high levels of control over their kids. They may show little warmth 
An authoritarian parent might respond to a child having a tantrum with a punishment or yelling. They would not likely wish to understand why the child had the tantrum or address the child's feelings about it, right? Okay, so that's authoritarian. And the research call the next category authoritative, which drives me bananas because why would you name the category as close to this other category as it is, which drives me nuts. But let's go with it. Okay, category number two, authoritative. So authoritative parents are relatively strict and enforce rules they make, but they also display affection for their kids. An authoritative parent might respond to a tantrum by having some clear boundaries about what is and what isn't acceptable. They might remove the child from the situation that triggered the tantrum. Authoritative parents are more likely to discuss why the child had a tantrum and to help the child with the intense emotions. Permissive is the third category. These are parents who show plenty of love and affection, but enforce few boundaries. A permissive parent might not respond to a tantrum at all. Alternatively, they might respond by giving the child a gift or otherwise appeasing them. And then the final category is number four, uninvolved or neglectful. So neglectful parents don't enforce any clear rules. They may display little or no interest in the child. An uninvolved parent might not even notice a tantrum or be somewhere else when the tantrum occurs. So those are the four parenting styles and how they might respond to a tantrum. So authoritarian, authoritative, bad name, permissive, and uninvolved or neglectful. So most research shows that the authoritative bad name parenting style is the most effective parenting style. Authoritative parents blend respect for the child with attention to how to teach your child social norms. So this is what mindful parenting supports parents in the authoritative category, holding boundaries while teaching how to get along in the world and honoring feelings. You know, it, it's right. It's that middle path of parenting. We want to have boundaries. Yes, because they are helpful and they teach the kids how to get along in the world and we honor and teach them how to take care of their feelings. The research shows that this category is most effective. It really helps kids become the most balanced and effective in the world, able to be more resilient, all of that stuff. Authoritarian parenting, by contrast, may produce children who are like too obedient. These children, they may need to be told what to do often once they're adults. And some research links authoritarian parenting with increased risk of problem behavior. And one of those big behaviors is substance abuse. So authoritarian parenting, it really teaches kids to not be able to, you know, use that intrinsic inner motivation to cooperate. They need to have extrinsic external motivation to cooperate and that external motivation like threats and punishment that can cause kids to only cooperate when the enforcer is there not cooperate because they believe in or, or intrinsically care about the boundary of the rule or the effects of their behavior but it kind of makes them more selfish because they only care about how they could suffer if that rule is broken. Parenting can be loud stressful and rough some days and we want to be able to go to bed and take care of ourselves in a really beautiful way. And that's why I love that Cozy Earth is a sponsor of the podcast. Cozy Earth offers bedding products that will transform your sleep. The bedding is temperature regulating, which is like a huge sleep benefit, has superior softness, incredible fabric, and incredibly high quality. 
All the products come with a 10-year warranty. Truly, incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and your overall wellness. You deserve to treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence after all the day's craziness of parenting with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear. And it's a way to prioritize your self-care and sleep health. You deserve it. And here's an exclusive Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use the code MINDFUL35 for 35% off. That's awesome. At CozyEarth.com. That's coupon code MINDFUL35 for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. I want to tell you about a great podcast that you should check out, especially if you ever deal with any school system, which you probably do. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Ortube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And this season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and busts common myths about special education. So I checked out the episode on the difference between IEPs and 504 plans because my daughter Maggie uses a 504 plan and it was really, really helpful. It went over all the differences, which one's better, how to get them, different myths and what your rights are, all kinds of different things that you should understand if your child may need extra help in education through an IEP or a 504 plan. The tone is super helpful, friendly, and smart. I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it. Understood Explains. So permissive parent, what about them? It may support good self-esteem, but a lack of boundaries may also increase the risk of problem behavior. So this is all what the research says about these different styles. Children who are not highly self-motivated, they might struggle in school. Parents who try to appease children who show bad behavior may encourage future misbehavior. That's not a great strategy. And kids of permissive parents sometimes feel uncared for because of the lack of boundaries. So those boundaries and holding those boundaries compassionately, it helps kids feel safe, secure, and cared for. And then neglectful parenting, finally, this can be really harmful. It may produce children who have little support and a weak understanding of social norms. They might struggle to know how to behave, learn, or interact with others. If you are listening to this podcast, you are not a neglectful parent. I can just guarantee that you're certainly not in that category. So these are the four styles and some of their different components. And you can think about these and and say, okay, well, what category am I in? What category is my partner in? And of course, these are all kind of a continuum, your parenting style. So you might have some places where you're pretty authoritarian, some places where you're really with it and connected and more authoritative, bad name, and some places where maybe you're a little permissive. So you can kind of use these parenting styles or or share this episode with your partner to kind of decide where are you in this continuum of styles and, you know, what are you really wanting for your kids? So what if you have really different parenting styles? How do you get along when your parenting styles differ? So we've already talked about how you don't have to fake a united front. Like your kids are going to see right through that. And you being you, you're allowed to disagree. It's going to happen. We know that parenting can be 
exhausting and emotionally intense work. And so when parents disagree, you know, I mean, also we can often derive much of our self-image from our role as parents or from kids' behavior. And when parents disagree, we can feel really angry or misunderstood. So here are a few different strategies to help you navigate this. So one is to just explore how your different parenting styles can help each other. So for instance, a more connection-based parent may be able to help an authoritarian parent be more affectionate and help to create that connection with their children. Meanwhile, an authoritarian parent may support a permissive parent in setting some boundaries. That may be okay too. It's a good idea to develop a set of family rules on which everyone can agree, right? They may include rules for the children as well as how to teach them to comply with those rules. Two parents might agree that spanking is never acceptable, which I, of course, encourage. Why would we, you know, think it's a crime to hit full-grown adults and yet say it's okay to hit the most vulnerable in our society. The research on that is unequivocally negative. It is not good for kids. Next tip, don't undermine one another. So unless a child is in danger, such as from a parent who's berating them or injuring them, it's best to just discuss the conflicts later. You don't have to falsely support that parent. You can just zip it and practice to calm your own reactivity and then discuss that conflict later. You know, you can support the partner's parenting decisions, even if they're the ones you would not have made. You don't have to lie and say that you think it's a great idea, but you can say, yep, you know, this is what daddy decided. So this is what's going to happen. I know this is frustrating, you know, right? You can empathize, but support that decision, even if it's not one you would have made. And then my final tip for getting along when your parenting styles differ is to learn about parenting together. Read parenting books and discuss them. Get a copy of Raising Good Humans and talk about it or join the mindful parenting membership where partners can join for parenting partners can join for free so it's two for the price of one even if just one partner joins the membership what inevitably happens is that when one partner joins like let's say it's you and your child starts to become more cooperative with you you're experiencing more ease in your parenting you're starting to enjoy it more then what happens is your partner starts to notice and they start to say, what are you doing? How did you do that? What's going on? You know, why are they cooperating so much? We have a couple of examples of members who have had incredible transformations. We had a member who is a jewelry artist out in the western part of the United States, and she's a homeschooling mom married to a minister. She and her husband really stuck in these sort of old school authoritarian methods, and they were both stuck in a real negative cycle with their kids. They weren't enjoying it because, you know, when you have to use these threats and enforcements, you have to keep upping them. It's, uh, you know, there was yelling. It was a real mess. So after she enrolled, she started to see instead of misbehavior, she started to see what was driving her kids' actions. And bit by bit, she got more cooperation. And there was so much cooperation that her husband, the minister, started asking questions and learning strategies. And they even shifted things in the church so the kids could play and be part of the service down at the very front. They, she told me that. I thought that was so awesome. And another situation happened for a 
member and her husband. And so Wilhelm, I'll just say a shout out to you, Wilhelm. He first like doubted and questioned the whole mindful parenting method. And he noticed these subtle changes at first. And over time, her example really changed his mind, which is so cool. He said, and this is a quote, he said, I'm a husband that has witnessed the transformation of mindful parenting and not only changed her approach, but also mine. He could see that building connection with the children really does produce cooperation. And he thanked his wife for sticking with the approach of mindful parenting, even among his doubts and questions. So, so cool. So that's often what happens when a partner joins is that over time, it takes a little time, but they start to learn if they're fairly smart and thoughtful. So what do you do when your partner has a different parenting style? You do you. You do you. Your partner may have a different parenting style and that's okay. You can explore how these styles can help each other. Share with your partner this episode so that you can learn about different styles and what they may mean for kids. Learn about parenting together if you can. And then develop a set of rules that everyone can agree on and practice to just support each other. You don't have to have a united front. You can grow and learn to your heart's desire. And when you do, you will create a more peaceful, grounded environment for your whole family. So many people have told me, oh my gosh, my relationship with my husband is better because the tools that we teach for kids, they actually work quite well with our partners too. It's it's kind of the shh secret. So you don't have to have the same parenting style. What do you think about this? Has this episode been helpful? Do you and your partner have radically different parenting styles? What is going on for you? I would love to know. Feel free to tag me on Instagram. My handle is at mentor. If you want to dive in deeper, you can join the free Mindful Mama Mentor Facebook group. If you want to learn more about mindful parenting and get on the wait list for the membership, maybe it's your time now. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com to do that. There's a link right in the show notes. And I hope this has really helped you think about it and kind of get a different perspective on what's happening with your family. The only thing that is consistent in our lives is change. So I just invite you to have a vision for what you want for your family and start making steps towards that. Like we only have this one short, precious life. We only have this short amount of time with our kids, especially when they're young. That time goes really, really fast and we set habits and precedents when they're young. So I encourage you to decide what's important to you and, you know, invest your energy and your time into to what you value and what's important and know what that vision is. So I hope this has been helpful. I'm wishing you peace. I'm wishing you awesome, constructive conversations with your partner in the weeks ahead. And I thank you. Thank you so much for listening, for sharing your precious time with me today. So yeah, and let me know. Let me know if this has been helpful. I really want to know. It helps a lot for me and my team to get that feedback. It means so much. So wishing you a great week, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Most thing that I was struggling with was yelling and even though I was reading all these parenting books and listening to webinars and doing all those things, it wasn't changing. In fact, it was getting worse. I'm able to pause a lot more before responding. Well, the coaching calls were awesome. That was probably my favourite part of the course. That day when I'd listened to the coaching call, I was a much, much better parent that day. 
I loved it all. I got so much out of it. Like it's the best thing I did. It's not one and done. It's a daily practice every day. I'd say definitely do it. It's so worth it. The money really is inconsequential when you get so much benefit from being a better parent to your children and feeling like you're connecting more with them and not feeling like you're yelling all the time or you're like, why isn't things working? I would say definitely do it. It's so, so worth it. It'll change you. Definitely do it. It's really helpful. It will change your relationship with your kids for the better. It will help you communicate better. And just, I'd say communicate better as a person, as a wife, as a spouse. It's been really a positive influence in our lives. So definitely do it. I'd say definitely do it. It's so worth it. The money really is inconsequential when you get so much benefit from being a better parent to your children and feeling like you're connecting more with them and not feeling like you're yelling all the time or you're like, why isn't things working? I would say definitely do it. It's so, so worth it. It'll change you. No matter what age someone's child is, it's a great opportunity for personal growth and it's a great investment in someone's family. I'm very thankful I have this. You can continue in your old habits that aren't working or you can learn some new tools and gain some perspective to shift everything in your parenting. Are you frustrated by parenting? Do you listen to the experts and try all the tips and strategies, but you're just not seeing the results that you want? Or are you lost as to where to start? Does it all seem so overwhelming with too much to learn? Are you yearning for a community of people who get it? who also don't want to threaten and punish to create cooperation? Hi, I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and if you answered yes to any of these questions, I want you to seriously consider the Mindful Parenting membership. You'll be joining hundreds of members who have discovered the path of mindful parenting and now have confidence and clarity in their parenting. This isn't just another parenting class. This is an opportunity to really discover your unique, lasting relationship, not only with your children, but with yourself. It will translate into lasting, connected relationships, not only with your children, but your partner too. Let me change your life. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com to add your name to the waitlist, so you will be the first to be notified when I open the membership for enrollment. I look forward to seeing you on the inside mindfulparentingcourse.com. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. <laughs> well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.